Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the podcast. But first, I have a very important announcement and reminder that you can join us in Source Alchemy until October 15th, and we start on November 1st. Source Alchemy is a very special offering that I created where in a six-week immersion with women, we dive into and master sacred sexuality, manifestation, and third eye activation. I created this because since the beginning of my practice, I saw that the vast majority of women deals with a block, not just in one of these areas, but in all of them. And the reason for that is that sexual energy and source energy are the same thing. So when we're unhealed there or not fully activated, embodied, and sovereign, we cannot really thrive to the best of our abilities and manifest our own heaven on earth. So what this is going to allow us to do is not just activate our third eye, become fully activated in sacred sexuality and also in abundance and manifestation, but tap into your genius, your creativity, your inspiration, states of joy and pleasure beyond your wildest imagination. And what that does is it just puts you right back into your seat of power, which is your birthright, and makes you magnetic. And I cannot wait to get started with you. We are already a group of sisters inside, and we can't wait to welcome you. Practically, you can find more information on the website and also in the dedicated previous podcast episode called Source Alchemy. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Shaman Jessica podcast where I share all about my work as a shaman. These episodes are purely based on my own experiences and perspectives and never a substitute for medical advice. Let's begin our journey. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of friends and my Hey, friends. 33 minutes and 33 seconds, of course. And I just wanted to preface this episode by saying that it's very triggering and it gets very dark, but it's really important. So just to uh, give you a heads up. Enjoy. Hi, friends, and welcome back to another podcast episode. Today, we're going to talk about sex. So what does sex have to do with shamanism, energy, entity attachment? Well, everything. Sex is obviously a triggering subject. It's extremely personal. It is also a subject that a lot of people, especially women, have a lot of trauma around. And the thing is that in the world of shamanism, and especially journeying, there is absolutely no privacy. And You know, of course, I work with integrity when I talk about clients' experiences. I do it anonymously. But everything about this we can see in your energy field as well. But in a very impersonal, objective way. Because energy is just energy. And everything that we create around the topic of sex in the world is mostly just thought constructs. And they really push people toward a very... um, low vibrational energy around sex, which has a lot to do with um, maintaining or increasing power, attachments, siphoning off energy off of other people, especially in the spiritual community too. And everything that we create around sex is this sort of low energy that's kind of dirty and um, is all about like getting off 
multiple partners, all of that. And of course, there's porn. There's a huge trillion dollar sex industry, which is for a large part based on trauma. So how does this all relate to the fact that sex is actually source energy and it's where we come from? Sex is such an amazing topic to talk about because it's such a good example of going very deeply into what source energy is and what it's about and then what we make of it as a society and how far we're actually removed from source. So obviously, well, maybe it's not obvious for you, but for the Essenes, and I practice Essene shamanism, the female sacred feminine is their highest, it was the highest container of source in that time. And that is really what they honored in the temple as well and what they celebrated. In that sense, women were actually closer to source than men. And of course, there is the male and the female energy. Even if you're um, gay, there's always one partner who is feminine, dominant, and the other who has more masculine energy because there's always two poles that come together and that creates attraction and that magnetism. So whether you want to call that the divine feminine or masculine or yin-yang energy, those two coming together create. And the female is, she, she is the, what's the word again? She's the, the energy that becomes activated and creates through the man and his seed, essentially, as a catalyst. And that is where we come from. Well, with the reversal, and I highly recommend, if you don't know what I mean by the reversal, to go back and listen to my podcast episode that is called The Reversal. I think it's episode two. And there I explain how the Essene philosophies and their way of life were taken completely turned upside down and the most pure way of living, which included shamanic journeying as well, was turned upside down to create trauma on a mass scale and martyrdom and siphoning off of energy and trauma bonding. And really core in this concept, in this piece of history, is the feminine energy that was turned upside down and demoted to prostitution and women being whores or servants and being shamed for their sexuality, where for the Essenes, it was where source actually came in, into the family, into the community, and that was celebrated and honored and treated with the utmost respect and integrity, knowing that that is where life comes from. So now here we are. 2,000 years of reversal later, and I see clients every day who are dealing with, oh, finally that sound outside is over. Construction sounds outside as usual. But now 2,000 years later, where that reversal has been continuously reinforced to the point where now we have so much generational and ancestral trauma, so much to do and so much to unlearn. And we have very much as a society lost touch with a form of sacred sexuality. And you see that everywhere to the point where people don't even remember or have anything to refer to in society every day. Because 
in the media at a very young age, children already are put on a path of very unaligned sexuality. And it's very much reinforced all around us all of the time in many ways. And what it does is actually get you to look outside of yourself for connection instead of knowing how to connect with source and pull it through in your own sexuality and with your partner. So it's a very opposite thing. And this is very much created by, you know, shows like Sex and the City is a great example. It's a great show, but what it does to your subconscious when you're like secretly watching it when you're 12 or whatever, is actually really damaging. And pretty much every other show for that matter, parents really outsource their parenting when it comes to teaching children about all of this stuff to the media or to school where you don't learn anything about all of this, maybe just the biological aspect of it, but not the energetic part. And the energetic part is so, so crucial because through these very unaligned sexual practices, and I'm not just talking about having multiple partners or unprotected sex, If you don't know what you're doing, and especially when there's often drugs involved or prostitution, a lot of... I come from Amsterdam. There's a whole culture of guys who are taken, you know, to the red light district to lose their virginity there so they can kind of get it over with. And what they don't know is when you have sex with someone, there's a lasting genetic exchange that happens. And that is kind of the physics or biology way of explaining actual energetic attachment that happens on a spiritual level as well. And not just between you and that partner, but between everyone that that partner has had sex with as well. And it doesn't matter if it was protected or unprotected. There's an energetic um, bond that is created. It's a link that's created. And that is a portal for spirits and that is how entity attachments can come in and not just entity attachments diseases and i'm not just talking sexually transmitted diseases but things like uh, depression worthlessness really anything that you can think of can be transmitted through sex and this is also why in occultism when we look at you know dark spiritual practices sex is extremely important and when you go into occultism whether you start through new age which i have a whole podcast episode about as well by the way and um, also explaining those types of practices what whatever road you take into that when you go deeper and deeper into it through satanism luciferianism even secret societies like skull and bones masonry Thelema, Chaldeanism, whatever road you choose, you end up on the road of sex magic in occultism. And this is because it is the most efficient way to bring demonic entities onto the earth because they need people to um, be hosts for them so that they can actually be in our world, in our physical world and act through them. And it is the ultimate um, ritual to create this uh, corruption and to ultimately, because this is what 
these people want is to become a full host of multiple demons, can even be hundreds, thousands, if you do this stuff enough. So I want to add here that with other lineages of shamanism, especially the African ones, there's a huge problem with uh, child sacrifice that these priests are doing for power. And um, it's very problematic. So be very, very careful about what types of people you engage with as well. Because whatever they do, even if they can do prophecy and it's accurate, that type of power comes from the possession. And they have to keep up with it and keep doing more and more and worse and worse to keep up that um, percentage of power that they get by being a host. This is how people actually use it for the bad who know exactly how it works. But of course, we're talking a very small percentage of the population who actively do this for bad. And then there's the rest of the entire population who has no idea and is just kind of doing whatever, very much often informed by trauma, you know, whatever classic daddy issues to looking for a connection, looking for love, looking for validation. And this is for men and women or just, you know, getting off getting your kicks, experiencing, you know, your, uh, let's say, like a golden years when you're in college and you're just exploring. And of course, you know, sex is great and it's really fun and dating is fun. It can be a really magical, amazing experience, but it can also leave you very empty. And I know that when you, if you're listening, you've probably experienced both. And that is because the energetic exchange that happens is very real. And it can actually leave you feeling sick afterwards, too, for a, no apparent reason if you're not conscious of what's actually happening when you have sex. So entity attachment comes through sex. Easy as that. It also comes through pretty much anything else that you can imagine because... Entity attachment comes in through, you know, obvious free will in the case of, you know, the types of rituals that I just explained. It also comes in through just pure naivety, not knowing what you're doing and experimenting kind of by accident. And it, they, it can also come in through manufactured consent, so through trickery. So there's a lot of different ways that entities can come in because this is their full-time job is making sure that they create this stronghold over the earth because this is the ultimate goal in the spiritual warfare that we're in, even though most of us can't see it. And what it essentially comes down to, but this is a whole other episode in itself, is that Lucifer, whatever you want to call it, the head demon, wants to overtake sources, throne room, um, let's say, rule over the world. And they're doing a pretty good job at it. And one of the easiest ways to do it is sex, but they also do it through drugs, whether it's illegal drugs or the stuff that you get from your GP, prescription drugs, legal drugs, 
Drugs is a big one. Anything that basically goes into your body is something to be very careful about. So, sex, food, drugs, alcohol, um, and then there's even object links, so things that you just touch. This is why a lot of uh, cultures are also very careful about objects and the things that they touch because they understand that the only layer that separates our own spirit from the world around us is our skin. So actually be very careful about what you touch, who you shake hands with, etc. So entity attachment come in through always depending on where you are not conscious or where you have a weakness. So through any weakness that you are not taking responsibility for, conscious of, and bringing into the light is where they can come in. And this can be also trauma, abuse, anything that is um, an opening for very low vibrational energy because that is the frequency that they live on. So it's creating a door for them. And that's why it's so important to journey and to take care of your energy field to get rid of this stuff and that will also give you a very intrinsic, natural, organic sense of alignment. Not just in your life in general, but very much in your sexuality as well. And you won't feel like you want to let anyone in anymore. Because you'll actually know what it feels like to have the divine occupy your body. So you're going to be more careful about upholding that and protecting it. And because that is such a high frequency energy... You can very much feel the difference between that and what is not that. And that is very important. So you can get entity attachment actually really easily. But you can also get rid of it very easily if you know what you're doing. Or if you have someone like me who knows what, what they're doing essentially. So sex is an extremely important and overlooked topic. So also things like watching porn. Things that are very unaligned, uh, but extremely normalized. They leave people feeling dirty because it is very unaligned. Someone is ending up in that situation where they become a porn star or actor or whatever you call it because of trauma. There are very, very few people that do sex work because they really love it. And if they really love it, it's because they're getting a kick off of the entities. This is also what keeps people in a sex addiction, for example, or, or any addiction for that matter. It's because they get um, a power, a low, dirty kind of power from that activity. Because it perpetuates and um, creates even more of a, a bigger portal, essentially, where more demonic entities can come in. If you have one, you probably have many more because they exacerbate whatever issue you have, even if you don't think it's an issue because you think it's fun. So even if it feels good for very few people, most people intuitively know that it's not right and it doesn't make them feel good. It'll actually make them physically sick as well because our bodies are not made for this type of stuff and behavior. So you can see that people will start to degenerate very quickly. And this is because of entity attachment. You can also... Oh, I got a message this week just from someone asking me um, 
if I could say something about the fact that she had sex with her partner and his eyes changed and it's very, it was very scary for her. That's a typical sign of entity attachment. So that doesn't just say something about him, but also about you because you were having sex with him. And demons also love to come in uh, for sex specifically and try and do this even without a host. So I've also had clients in the past who were experiencing astral rape, um, especially anal, because in this, you can see this in these occult practices as well, where they summon these entities and create portals for them. They're all about anal sex and pedophilia, because somehow through that part of the body, anatomically, it is... Um, easier to corrupt people, essentially. And with the child abuse part, it's because children are pure. And this also has to do with the fact that they haven't been sexually active yet because that makes people's energy murky. So the younger people are, so the younger a child is, the closer they still are to source. And that is the energy that they're after and that they're looking to corrupt. There's more power in that for them. So this is why human trafficking is so huge. And it's really the root of all evil in this world. Um, so when you are driven to this, there is very likely entity attachment involved. Because people don't naturally do this. No one is born a uh, occultist or a luciferian or a pedophile that's learned behavior so you can pretty much say that all child abusers have been abused themselves and most people who practice these occult things they come from very long lines of uh, multi-generational uh, occultism and they're raised actually to do that or it's people who go down the path of, you know, wanting some kind of power. They have, for example, a very bad experience with Christianity in the church and they start looking for the opposite and they feel, um, you know, accepted by like-minded people into a group. They have their whole philosophy about, you know, being a god in their own life, which, of course, is very, very empowering, especially for teens. And people get very much primed for this, very much groomed for this also by, again, books like, you know, books about witchcraft, about what is the, um, the vampire series thing called? I don't even know. So um, it's a learned thing as well. And whether you're born into it and you're traumatized into it or you choose it's always gradual and it's always forced through trauma. Uh, my boyfriend just brought me a green juice. So trauma is what locks people into these attachments and also into these groups because there's a huge um, movement of blackmail where even people who not necessarily want to be involved with this but are more on the periphery they somehow get pulled into a situation like this, tempted, you know, with drugs and money and 
they're recorded and then they're blackmailed and there's nothing that you can really do to disclose it or get out of it. This was what the whole Epstein um, operation was about as well, blackmail. So this is why sex is so important and so important for the demonic. Because people get attached, you get a chemical imprint from that person and everyone that they've had sex with, including all of their attachments and their demons. And women also get a hormonal attachment. So this is why women can find themselves feeling very attached to someone after a one-night stand, even though they maybe not even necessarily like that person or respect them. Well, the Essenes were looking at a very similar society in their time in the Roman Empire, where they had a lot of cities like Pompeii that were just devoted to prostitution. There was a lot of child abuse as well. Even the gods that they worshipped were practicing incest and cheating, etc. And the Essenes were looking at this and thinking... They had their mission of helping the earth become purified and aligned. So this is why they kept their community very pure so that when it was time and a Messiah would come, he would have a place to go and not become immediately attached and to be taught and a place that was pure enough where the guides could come in and actually assist them because Guide source cannot really coexist in a place where people use their free will to bring in entity attachments. So this is why the demonic has very big strongholds over the earth. So look at a place like Las Vegas. If there is so much free will going on choosing for the demonic, even source has to then um, allow the demonic to rule there because it's our free choice that... Uh, cannot be overridden. And this is why we have to use our own free choice to become pure and to become aligned. And I know that it sounds extremely boring and very, let's say, Christian, traditional, old, dusty way of thinking, like don't have sex before marriage. And I don't necessarily agree with that, but know beforehand if you want a long-term commitment with that person. And I think then it's really good to know if you're actually a sexual match as well. But these rules, so to say, that, you know, we're just in a monogamous relationship and that's it. I think that they have become self-serving and a lot of churches have, because churches, I think, are really the only place still really uh, propagating that. I think they have maybe also lost touch a little bit with the reason why this is so important. It's become just kind of like rules in itself and they're forced on people. And I think that that is very damaging too, because then I think young people are just kind of forced to choose a partner and settle just for the sake of the church. I don't think that that is a good thing. I think it is really important to instill in people at a very young age how this actually works and why it is so important so that you can actually be informed and empowered in your sexuality. So when we talk about shamanism, sexual energy is actually very prevalent because 
we work with source energy, and that is the ultimate creative energy. So chi, for example, is the same energy, and that can become very heightened in this work. And that is a good thing because it means that source energy is flowing. So it is so important in this work to have a very sovereign and very empowered and aligned sexuality for yourself. So we, when we experience a sort of surge of source energy, most people will just interpret that as sexual energy, turn on, horniness, whatever labels you put on it. But it's actually a very neutral energy that is a form of power, which is why it needs to be used with integrity, respect, and in a very aligned way. But it is in itself neutral. It's just creation. And you can create so much from that space. So that is why... To do any type of energetic work, you need to have a very strong, very empowered, very clean, pure, and aligned sexuality. That is critical. And most people don't. And this is why you see so many predators in the spiritual community who actually experience that same uh, flow of chi. But it's as soon as it comes in, they corrupt it. So you see this with this Bikram yoga guy, random quote, like sort of quote-unquote spiritual pseudo gross guys on the internet preying on spiritual women, this whole twin flame thing, which I have a podcast episode about as well, and also institutionally. There are endless names, lists of disgusting predators who pretend to do spiritual work, and this is because their sexuality is corrupted and they probably have entity attachment. Well, What about your relationships then? This doesn't mean that you have to be in a long-term, loving, monogamous relationship. It does mean that you are very aware of source energy and how it works in our bodies and what happens when two people come together and that you go about that in a very aligned and a very sovereign way. And... I'm actually going to talk about polyamory and open relationships in the next episode because this is a huge movement and I see this topic come up with not just a lot of you guys who ask me about it, but also friends of mine and then there's this, you know, the whole Esther Perel movement talking about it and I really want to talk about what it actually does. So we'll go into that in the next episode, but know that if you feel like this is a very boring way to live and it's not something that you want to give up, uh, like let's say just having multiple sexual partners consistently, then you should very much look at what trauma you are not healing what is not integrated, what is still fragmented, what is, what is it that you're actually looking for in those connections, and start healing that. And um, also start healing, which if you work with me or in any other way you go about this, they can be removed. Okay, that's really important. By the way, the main demons that come in through sex are Incubus, Succubus, and Jezebel. But... Belial in general, so you have Baal, Bill, 
Lucifer, Moloch, whatever you want to call it, kind of like the head demon. And then the Belial is um, all other consciousness forms, entities that serve it and that it's manifested in. And these don't always kick in immediately. They can take up to seven years to become activated in your body. And this is why virgins are such a praised aligned thing in spirituality and also so sought after in demonology. So there is something special about it, obviously, because it's clean, pure, it's uncontaminated. And also it's not like once you lose your virginity, this doesn't matter anymore because you become more and more contaminated with each new sexual partner. So this is why purity has power in itself. And this is also why in demonology, it just gets dirtier and dirtier to the point where and people experience this in like sex addiction or who watch a lot of porn that the only way that you can continue on is just dirtier and dirtier and in occultism it ends up the, at the place where it's just as dirty as possible and it's all sex drugs feces pedophilia bestiality etc because taking what is pure and uncontaminated and completely contaminated and turning it upside down is what these demons want because there is power in it but just the opposite frequency and this is also how trauma is created for people who are pulled into it which creates a very deliberate form of fragmentation and multiple personalities which can then be inhabited by these different demons so there's actually a whole spiritual science to sex and the occult is always working over hours to create the biggest stronghold that they possibly can. And we really need to become more aware and come into action and take control of our own bodies and our own lives and actually start to really celebrate and feel the purity that connects us to source and not just because someone says that it's better or that it's being a good girl because there's such intrinsic power and responsibility and sovereignty that comes from that type of purity you can have that in a relationship too looking forward to working with you on because when we do this in an aligned way it is so incredibly powerful and potent and we can actually have source in our bodies which is not just amazing for sexuality but for everything because everything that we do is creation i can't wait so stay tuned for the next episode where we're gonna be going deeper into this i will see you there